0: Welcome to A Dab of Investment, the go-to podcast on wealth management for people with investments, pensions, and something to leave behind for the next generation by Alex and David Pritchard, powered by Apple Independent. Hi, and welcome back to A Dab of Investment. You're here with Alex Pritchard. And today we're talking about the relationship aspect of financial advisor and client. It's sort of a an interesting part of how we work where at times we can be called salespeople or the, the alternative is people want someone at the other end of the phone. And I feel like our sort of, and I think it's an interesting point, our sort of business being financial advisors, we see and feel it as a relationship where maybe there's a dramatic life event where you know, it's not very nice. Obviously, people can become ill, they die. People need someone at the other end of the telephone just to tell them that it's okay. And is my money all right? Yes, it's fine. You need to do this, you need to do that. And there is a very, very strong relationship aspect that we see to this business. Obviously, businesses need to make profits. Obviously, businesses need to do well. We need to be healthy as a business because we're promising to take care of people for the next however many decades and the business has got to make a profit. You know, it, it dies without a profit. So, you know, there has to be an element of us making a profit, but that stems from the loyalty of our clients to the relationship that we've built up. Just to give you an insight into more of the business thing, we talk so much about what you should do with your pensions and we love this part of the market and we invest here we still have to run a business at the end of the day. And as an insight into how we do things, obviously we want to find new clients and bring more assets under management. But for us and the size that we're at, for two stroke three advisors to manage nearly a third of a billion, it's a massive, massive job. And the the average advisor generally manages considerably less, several times less than what we're currently doing because we've got so much infrastructure, so many teams, so many people that can help us to to do that. But the relationship all comes down to us advisors. And finding this new business, Apple Independent will find tens of millions a year in new money coming to us. That'll be a combination of existing clients doing pension, ISA contributions, recommending the friends come to us. We do investment seminars, advertising. That brings people that are new to us as well. And that amounts to tens of millions a year coming to us. And it's not as though we charge a massive percentage. There are advisors out there that are charging, tied advisors charging 5% for new business. I've heard of some charging 7 you know, If you give 100 grand to someone, you're starting off with 95. You know, we charge a couple of percent for smaller amounts. And when it gets bigger, it's 1% and maybe less. And it's not as though we charge a big percentage to bring business to us. And as a percentage of our overall turnover, it's circa just over 15% of our turnover. Our prosperity as a business, and this is where we come back to the relationship part, our prosperity as a business comes down to the relationship of making sure that your needs are met, making sure that the independent advice is right for you individually. And then, which is what you want and which is what we want your money under management performs well and grows appropriately. So again, another insight into our business, if anyone brings less than a million to us, we charge 1%. And if anyone brings over a million to us, we charge 0.75. So you bring 500,000 to me or 50,000 or whatever it is you've got. If I turn that 500,000 into 700,000, then my 5,000 a year becomes 7,000 a year and you've just made 200,000 quid. And that is the driving force behind our business growing. And there's no two ways about it. Our fate is tied to yours from an investment point of view in that we are out there trying to find the best sort of investment. We're out there trying to grow your money as fast as possible within your individual risk tolerance, and that you want to perform well, And we absolutely want the money to perform well. And around all of that is the cultivation of this relationship thing, where the majority of the growth in our business is the assets under management getting bigger. It doesn't matter if we find 50% more new money in a year, it's far less attractive to us than actually the assets under management going up by a decent percentage, 10 plus percent, 20% that's, you know, on a third of a billion, it's a big change to that. And if we put 10 or 20% on your money, which we have done in years gone by, I mean, 2021, for example, I think most people saw 20, 30%. It does happen. And and that's where the benefit, the cultivation of our businesses and also your main objective. So quite a lot of people appreciate that our outlook is aligned with yours and that you bring this stuff for us to perform. You bring this stuff to us so that we can get it to grow faster than what cash, building societies, premium bonds, anything you can access yourself can. And and generally that that does happen four times out of five. And those four times it does happen, anything that you can access yourself, such as cash, even at the rates you can get cash at at the moment, over the, the medium to longer term, it just gets battered by investment performance. And that's where we add value. People continue to come back to us we grow our business. Your assets under management get bigger. To sort of round off is the relationship aspect of a business like ours. And I have to say, with so of that three hundred million, I'm currently keeping an eye on more than half of it. And it's a lot of families you get to know. It's a lot of moms and dads and kids and grandkids and futures planned, retirements sorted, retirements prepared for deaths in the family that we all sort of have to go through if you know these people for three years five years ten years 20 30 years i mean some of our clients when i turned 21 and i'm unfortunately closer to 40 now than 30 i turned 21 and remember the clients that came there and visited me on my 21st birthday party the relationship isn't a a financial or a or a fickle one we do get emotionally invested in the people. This isn't just a transactional or a, just a purely financial business. It's, it's a life for us. And it all stems from the cultivation of that relationship, which obviously we love what we do. We love the people that we see. We love to give them an update of, I've bought this car and I'm enjoying it. I've gone on this holiday or we had a nice time at Christmas. How was your holiday? And you know, how are the kids going through school? That is a really big part of our business. So, rounding up, it is a very important part and it's something that we enjoy. It's how we do things here in Applewood. The question posed is what do I need to feel like my money is in safe hands, that this relation aspect is right for me? In, in terms of the outlook from my side, is that we're here to take away the worries that you have surrounding financial issues surrounding retirement, surrounding what I need to do to prepare for it, how I'm going to retire. And that is achieved by honesty on both sides of the table. Some people come to me and want 25 grand a year in retirement, and they just don't have the money and they don't have the ability to save for it for when they want to retire. And ultimately, it just comes down to laying out, honestly, what your needs and objectives are, And your risk in wanting to get there. So I want to retire on 30 grand a year. I've got three quarters of a million to work with. You know, we're in the right sort of ballpark for that. Basically, to allow each side of the table to do what it is that they're there to do, which is, I would prefer, I think it's much easier for a client to say to me, instead of saying, oh, should I use this pension? Should I use the ISA, the unit trust? Should I use a... Offshore bond to do this. Should use this tax thing. We know all of this. We want to make your life easy. You just tell me. I want two grand a month net. I want fifty grand to do an extension of the house. I want this in five years. You just give me the easy bit. I will work out the tax you need to pay. I will work out what it needs to be taken from, what needs to be utilised, and then that gives you the peace of mind of I haven't got to work anything out. I'm updated, I'm aware of what's going on with everything in my life financially. And ultimately, I just tell Alex what it is I need. He tells me if it's possible or not, he gets on with it and I can just live my life without worry. Because the most important thing, I've said this so many times, how we talk about performance, how we talk about how we build our portfolios, how we maintain them, how we talk to the fund managers. I think that that relationship starts in a confidence that we know what we're doing. And it is unusual for financial advisors to build their own portfolios, to actually have an insight into, we want to do this. We're going to back this and we get it right. People see that and appreciate it and can see, ah, they've got their ears to the ground. Instead of what we have seen from other advisors, where they set a portfolio up or they just buy one fund, they leave it. They might see you every year, but they never make any changes. And I absolutely hate that because you might get the fund right in the first place, But if you're in Europe and then a war starts in Europe and you're 100% invested in it, you're not going to want the same sort of exposure. And if you just bought something and left it, then it's not right for you. So that's sort of insight that we have. And also, when people bring something to us, I've got an especially good memory for these sort of things. People have brought stuff to me that they bought 20 years ago, and I said, I'll see that, oh, you've got this fund. You bought this in the mid-2000s. It did this, it did this, it did this, it did this, it did this over the years. And then they'll say, well, they could appreciate the experience of that because I haven't got a computer in front of me. I've just got the memory of, I've seen this fund before. I know who managed it. I know they did well here and know that they're struggling now or whatever. That knowledge, that experience of, yeah, someone could bring anything through the door. And, and most of the time, I will have seen something. If I see something, I don't generally forget it. I saw its performance. I've seen what it's done. I know where it's exposed to. I've just got a piece of paper in front of me with a fun name on it. So that sort of experience that we have, it can't be taught. It's it's over time. That experience just can't be replicated anywhere else. It can't be gained by just reading a book or seeing what what happened on a graph when there's 6,000 funds out there that you can buy and any one of them can walk through the door. That experience of having seen so much in the past and, and having the knowledge of it, it does speak to potential clients of our level of experience. And then our, our past speaks for itself in terms of its performance. So the importance of the relationship, as well as the experience that your financial advisor has got, it all comes down to trust. You've got to trust the person sitting on the other side of the table that they know what they're doing. And and this is still a bit of a crystal ball territory. Nobody can get everything 100% right, but you've got to trust the person that they are going to get most decisions right, that they are looking out for your best interests, that they are emotionally invested in you doing well and that they could use their experience to benefit you in the decisions that they make. And the whole change of the world to to these sort of AI things where you put something in, you ask AI a question and it writes an essay for you AI is going to be a part of the future, and AI I'm sure will be part of financial advice, but AI can never tell you that everything's gonna be okay. it can never be there for you when times are tough, where you have doubts about things that are happening in your life that aren't money related, but money matters, and that's where the right financial advisor that cares is the benefit of it's not just the performance or the tax that we save, but it's also the peace of mind that your money can give you when it's done properly. I think that's a good point there to sort of wrap up. We've talked a lot about relationship here, and I think it's very, very important to have the right relationship. It's the same as husband and wife. If, If it's not functioning properly, then you divorce. And whilst the relationship with a financial advisor is not the same as a husband and wife, not in our case anyway, it has to be right. And it has to it has to benefit all parties at the end of the day. For us, that still comes down to the performance and it working hard for you. So thank you for tuning in again. I hope you found benefit and some insight into more of the business aspects and what we've done before in this podcast. And I look forward to seeing you all soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Dab of Investment. Please remember to subscribe and review and visit applewoodindependent.co.uk for the latest on wealth management and financial advice. See you next time.